Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I am. It's a little weird around the house. I'll get to that here in a second, but don't forget today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. If you haven't done so already, go ahead, hit that subscribe button. And then also, while you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and find the auto download. So when you go on a vacation, whenever it is, maybe you're doing something with the family for this summer, Go ahead and go ahead and enable the auto download just on this podcast. Maybe others, maybe others, but definitely this one. You do the auto download so that way when you're traveling, when you're in a no signal area, you're not going to have any interruptions. But that being said, if you're listening to this podcast with your family in the car, <laughs> you're damaging your family. What's wrong with you? You got some issues and your kids Listen, I'm not paying for therapy for your kids, but uh, just be ready. Buckle up. It's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of questions. He says a lot of bad words, daddy. Well, shut the fuck up, kids. <laughs> a lot to get to today. Uh, a lot of great headlines that we're going to dive into. Real quick, uh, I don't know if this happens to you. If your significant other goes out of town, it's always weird. My wife's out of, out of town on business and she'll be back by tomorrow. But so I'm basically getting two nights of freedom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? High five. I'm kidding. Um, she listens to these. So she's taking notes. She's like, he was a dick when he said this. Uh, but no, it's always weird when my wife is out of town and my wife and I have been together for like 25 years, been married for 20. We just celebrated our 20th in March. But so when so when she leaves town, it's really kind of hard on me as well as the kids. And when I go out of town for work, which isn't very often, but whenever I do, it's it's I can only stand it for like a couple days, then I'm already homesick. It's it's really kind of sad and pathetic on my part. But that being said, so she's out of town. So this I, I will say this: the kids were better this go round, and part of that is me trying to really focus on being more calm because it's it's a lot more stressful when it's just one parent. You guys know that if you have kids especially if you're a single parent. It's, it's just, I can't imagine how you guys do that. But anyway, so the kids were really good, and I, I got them Totino's, what is it, Totino's pizzas last night. We went to King Supers. I was like, listen, mom's out of town. Let's eat like shit, yeah, but on a budget. So we, we all three picked out our own Totino's pizzas, and which were still fucking delicious. Oh, my God. You put a little sriracha on that. Oh, so good. I got the Supreme. The Supreme. Oh, it's so good. Uh, we did that. Got them a little ice cream. That way, when my wife gets back, she can have some ice cream as well. Uh, and it was good. You know, they did a good job. And, and I and I was honest with them. I was like, I need you guys to help me. Because a lot of times when my wife goes out of town, they want to go crazy. Because it's like, only one parent. Let's gang up on them. And I'm like, you don't like it when I get mad. Listen, I'm being honest with you guys. I lose my shit sometimes on the kids and, and, and it's because they, they try to take advantage and it, and it gets on my nerves. Okay. I'm just being honest with you. I'm not the perfect dad. I don't like it when any, when anybody ever says, Oh, you're such a good dad. I'm like, no, 
No, we all have bad times. <laughs> we all do. Let's be honest there. But anyway, so they did really well. They went to bed really, really well as as, as well. <laughs> said well a lot. I hate when I do that. Um, but it was good. But then I I, I lay down and I'm, I'm just chilling and I, I'm kind of prepping for today's podcast. And I'm hearing like weird noises in the house. And I'm like, is one of my kids up? Get out, look around. No, no. Dog and a cat are asleep in the room. Like, that's just weird. Just weird. And so I'm having a hard time going to sleep. I'm hearing weird noises. At one point, my daughter has these pom-poms, like for cheer. And she left them downstairs. Should have been in her room. Should have been in her room, but they weren't. But they were downstairs on the main level of the house. And all of a sudden, I hear, I'm like, God dang it. Is Aria up? And is she like playing around or something? Then I'm like, well, maybe it's the cat. Maybe he's down there and he's just like playing with them. Then I realized the cat's at, at, at my feet. And then I get out and, and I look down the hall and my daughter's door is closed. And I'm like, well, it's a fucking ghost playing with the goddamn pom-poms. What the fuck? It's like, ghost? Yeah. Here we go. G-H-O-S-T. Can we hear a ghost? <laughs> like, oh, it's not. No, no, not working for you. Oh, I was. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck that was. And and when the pom-poms made that noise, my dog kind of perked up a little. And then he just laid his head back down because he's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Whatever it is, it is. And then, so I, I eventually go to sleep. And then this morning, uh, I'm, I'm helping my daughter out and helping my son get ready because my son does not like to get out of bed. Holy shit. I'm getting to the point now, real quick, real quick sidetrack, is I'm getting to the point where I, I may do something that my, my mom did to my sister because my sister had the same problem where she wouldn't get out of bed in the morning and she just want to sleep, which I get. But my mom threw like water on my sister to get her out of bed. I wonder why their relationship is shit. <laughs> so maybe I won't do this. But, but, but it's like, Jesus Christ, get out of the fucking bed. But anyway, so I'm helping them. I go downstairs, wake my, wake my son up. I'm like, dude, you got to get up. Get, get your clothes on, brush your teeth, whatever, all that stuff. Go back upstairs, talk to my daughter, talking to her. And, and I was like, you know, I'm trying to be helpful. I was like, do you want me to pick out your socks for you? She's like, sure. So I get her some socks and I toss them downstairs over the little banister. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's start getting our, our shoes and socks on, all that stuff. And she's like, where are my socks? They're, they're bright pink socks. Can't find them anywhere. Nowhere in the house. Still can't find them. No fucking idea. My daughter's just like, maybe the dog ate them. I was like, well, if he did, he's going to be pooping out a sock later on, and that's disgusting, but no idea where the socks are. So this is my conclusion. What's going to happen later today? I'm going to go downstairs, and maybe I'll catch it on my, my security cameras in the house, because, yeah, I got those, too, is I'm going to catch a ghost 
wearing my daughter's pink socks, uh, waving some pom-poms. It's going to happen. I feel like I feel like this is what it's all set up for. It's fucking bizarre right now. Bizarre. It's probably me, probably me just going through withdrawals of not being around my wife, so I'm like uh, imagining all this shit. Maybe I never tossed the socks. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Doubt that. Also, to, to add a, a cherry on top to last night real quick, is my dog had gas. So he's a black lab, and for whatever reason, every time we've had a black lab or been around a black lab, they seem to have some of the worst gas around. And to the point where there, there was one time where he's like sniffing his back end. Not like in disgust, but just like, mm, that's mine. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. Like, dude, Jet, quit. It's disgusting. You got issues, bro. You got issues. By the way, speaking of issues, before we get in the headlines, I put this meme out, and I can't remember the two players, but it was from last night's basketball game. And it's one player talking about how great he is at passing and his teammates looking at him like, excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Oh, really? That's fascinating. And he's just looking at him in complete judgment. So I made it a meme. And I said something uh, to the effect of, this is the look you give when somebody puts A1 sauce on their steak. And oddly enough, that's a very divisive conversation. So if you're somebody that, one, puts A1 sauce on your steak, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, I don't get it. I don't get it. I used to be that way. Then I discovered... Uh, when you cook, when somebody seasons and cooks a steak right, you just need like salt and pepper. That's it. You really don't need much. So let me know, are you somebody that is an A1 person? And if you are an A1 person, how do you take your steak? Because part of me wonders, do you do it well done or well? Because I'm a medium, maybe medium well. So let me know. Also, any other food do's and don'ts or don't. Let's just focus on the negative, okay? Let's be honest. We like the negative and we like, we all like to judge people. We do. So what are some food don'ts that you've experienced? Let me know. I'll try to get them into the next episode. And if, if you miss next episode, that's fine. We'll still sprinkle them in every now and then. So we can, we can happily judge others around us. <laughs> and I think that's a, an ongoing fun thing if you see something you're at if you see something say something okay if you're at a restaurant and you see somebody doing something bizarre let me know i want to know about it at the huff podcast on socials or to huff uncensored at gmail.com i want to know these things maybe it's something weird that you like to eat and nobody else does i want to know my wife judges a lot of what i eat like there was one time and I think I brought this up on the podcast before. And it was one of those things where we didn't have much to, to eat in the fridge. And I'm like, well, I have these, these kidney beans and some ranch. So I just put some ranch in a bowl and mixed up the kidney beans. I was like, this tastes fucking delicious. It's like a salad just without all the green shit. Surprisingly good. But, man, people judge the fuck out of you for that. Because we all have our things that we like and the things that we swear that are just horrible. So, so let me know, again, 
dehuffuncensored at gmail.com if you want to do the email version, or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. But you know what we need to do? Oh, say it with me. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this would be kind of embarrassing for the police officers, but I kind of get it. So there was a, a, a call in Florida to go to the, the beach. Uh, I don't recall what beach it was, but they're like, there's, there's an alligator over there, and it's a good size one. And somebody needs to do something about it. So they go out there, and there's body cam footage of it. And they're like, holy shit, what are we going to do? Because it's turtle nesting season. So there's a, a lot of crocs that will make their way over there because that's just like an easy dinner for them. So they take this shit seriously, one for the safety of of humans, but also they're trying to keep the species of of these turtles alive. <laughs> they go out there and and the the cops like slowly walking up behind it and he grabs the tail or touches the tail and it's fucking sand. It's a sand castle type thing of an alligator. How fucking embarrassing. But that being said, some of you guys are really good at making like sand castle design things. And to be honest, with the exception of the 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 nose or the snout of the alligator, it looked pretty dead on. But how embarrassing would that be? Like your heart is pumping. You're like, dude, I got I got to do this. Could you imagine if if like the the cop like jumped on top of it and tried to wrestle it? He's like, I got this motherfucker. Oh my god. Where's Thanos? He just, this guy just turned into dust. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. But good job to those uh, people out there that are really good at sandcastles. I'm shit at sandcastles. I am. Uh, I, I like going to the beach. Love going to the beach, to be honest. That is my happy spot uh, for vacation. If, if my wife and I, along with, and I guess maybe the kids, if we all... <laughs> Although we do have babysitters on standby, if ever a beach vacation comes about, we're like, okay, just take them. Okay, I don't care what you have to do. It's it's, it's all about us. <laughs> if we, but if we got an opportunity to, to to go to a beach and just have fun, it is neat to see people that go out there and make sandcastles. But also, like the kids, I, last time when we were right before COVID, we were. Uh, lucky enough to go to uh, Hawaii and we met my brother and his family from Australia. We met in Hawaii and it was just neat to see all the kids just like digging giant fucking holes. It's just fun in the sand. Meanwhile, I'm getting like a fucking horrible sunburn on my back, which later turned into blisters, which disgusting, disgusting. And that's why my friends, I am now a, a swim shirt guy. I don't give a shit where I'm at. I will wear a swim shirt. Don't need to get burned because my back will always get burned and it gets burned bad. Anyway, if you see an alligator on the beach, maybe it's made of sand. Or maybe if you go wrestle it, it's real. And then you die. So heads up. Keep your head on a swivel. Oh, is that a sand alligator? No, it's not. Run! <laughs> oh, that'd be embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, 
if you've ever been on your job and the big wigs come in, it always gets stressful. One, you want to prove your worth. You want them to go, wow, this this person is is a great worker. Because you just never know. Maybe it's like undercover boss. They're like, look at look at her. Look at him. They deserve a raise. Right? That's kind of, there's a there's a lot. And I remember, I always remember, especially when when my brother and I ran a Quiznos in Boulder. I want to say it was off of 55th in Arapahoe or Conestoga in Arapahoe. And it was what at the time, I don't know if it still is or if it still exists, but at the time it was the busiest location outside of the DIA locations. And we would just get slammed, but it was all during lunch. We were dead for dinner. So we, and we were the busiest store again, outside of DIA and it was all lunchtime. So imagine that if you've ever ran a store or worked in a, a store Imagine being the busiest store in, in the state, but it's only for din- or for lunch, and dinner was basically non-existent. So you're getting all those sales, all those com- uh, customers coming in through a high volume in a short amount of time. So it was very stressful. And whenever we'd have big bosses come in, because they like to come into there to see how we did it and how we were efficient, uh, it would always be stressful, especially because you would always have people come on and try to be like, hey, guys, take a picture. I'm I'm making a sandwich. And I, it used to piss me off. And I've told you before, you know, there was at least one time I'm pretty sure I kicked the guy off the line. And my brother was my brother was my boss. He was the general manager. I was the assistant GM. And my brother's like, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> and he's trying not to laugh. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, sorry, I'm just <laughs> I. The customers don't give a shit if Dickhead McGee from corporate's here. They don't care. They just want their sandwich, eat, and then go back to work. They don't fucking care. Do you care? If you go into a restaurant and somebody from corporate's there trying to make your burrito or sandwich or whatever, no, you don't. Just make my food and move on. I hated that. But anyway, long story short, going back to the original. My God, I am very just... Let's just go down a dark path and, uh, you know, share some stories. Anyway, so the reason why I bring this up is the stress of, uh, you know, working around the higher-ups, the the big-time people, is it's extremely stressful. And that happened the other day at Broncos, I think it was minicamp, when the newly acquired quarterback Ben DiNucci through a pick six in practice. And then, of course, new head coach for the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton, tried to have a little fun with him. It was right in front of Greg Penner. You know, I told Ben, I said, you know, he owns Walmart, you know, and, and if it doesn't work out here, there's, I'm sure, a greeting opportunity somewhere, one of his local stores. So, but it was a good play by Drew, good break. <laughs> and that's just funny because, uh, <laughs> That's the worst thing that could happen is you're trying to look good and prove your worth. And then you just fuck up. Now, that being said, football, football is such a hard thing because you're on the same team in practice. But then you're, you know, you're you're all trying to prove that you're worth being there. So 
you got elite players playing against elite players, and, and somebody's going to come out on top. So the whoever made the interception in pick six, good for them. They they made an impression. But sadly, really what ends up taking the the front and center stage is Danucci. I, I think I'm saying his name right, Danucci, uh, throwing the pick six. And, and it's it's just it's quarterbacks. That's quarterbacks, man. Quarterbacks are always the front and center of the team. Whether they're the best player on the team, that's debatable. That's debatable. They're very important. Don't get me wrong. But I'll, I'll remember when the Broncos won Super Bowl Fifty. Look at their defense. They they were getting pick sixes all the fucking time with the key to leave and everybody. Oh, that was a fun fun team to watch. So I love a good defense. If we can get a bunch of pick sixes in, in Broncos' favor this season, I'll be happy with that. I, you know, so it, it, there's two ways to look at that story. But also, hey, Sean, get with the program. I don't think they have greeters anymore at Walmart. Do they? Not the ones that I go to. There's one here in, uh, like off of uh, Quebec. I go in there quite a bit in and there's nobody, I've never seen a greeter there. I think that's considered Brighton in that area. But it's, I don't know, are greeters a thing anymore? And I think that's kind of a wasteful thing. They actually, they do have somebody there. They do. But it's the person that is like checking people's receipts. And and they don't always check my receipt, which makes me think, are they profiling people? Mm, racism. At Walmart, <laughs> they are. Oh, that'd be interesting. Okay, what I want to do, if if you got brown skin, come come hang out with me at Walmart, <laughs> and let's go see if they're racist, because I have white skin, and we'll see. We'll see. I got some friends. I have plenty of black friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that, but how many people do that on a regular basis? Like, I got a lot of black friends. Well, I know Alfred. It's funny because it's true, and so many people do it on a regular basis. Let's be honest. But I think that that might be a, a thing because I don't know how often I get checked for receipts, and I'm a I'm a white man. So I'm not saying, but I'm kind of saying that they might be. If you got darker skin than me, do you always get checked for receipts at Walmart? Because that would be kind of fucked up if you do. Although it gives me an opportunity to steal. <laughs> no, he's white. He's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like walking out. His belly's kind of square. <laughs> it's a TV. <laughs> anyway, uh, good times. That's the society we live in. This is a, I, I got the story via the Associated Press. They always do a good job. Very thorough, but. Uh, declaring a mission to to liberate Taco Tuesday for all. That's according to Taco Bell. They're asking the U.S. regulators to force Wyoming-based Taco John's to abandon its longstanding claim to the trademark of Taco Tuesday. I had no idea Taco Tuesday was trademarked by Taco John's. And to be honest, I don't even know if I've ate at a Taco John's before. Too many businesses and others refer to Taco Tuesday for Taco John's to be able to have 
exclusive rights to the phrase. That's according to Toggle Bell in a U.S. patent and trademark trademark office filing that is, of course, they dated it on Tuesday. They had to. They had to file it on Tuesday. Taco Bell believes Taco Tuesday is critical to everyone's Tuesday. To deprive anyone of saying Taco Tuesday, be it Taco Bell or anyone who provides tacos to the world, is like depriving the world of sunshine itself. That's according to Taco Bell. They actually wrote that. God damn it, if that's not beautiful, I don't know what is. Well said, Taco Bell. Who wrote that? A beautiful wordsmith, that's who. (laughs) Depriving the world of sunshine. That's awesome. Awesome. Taco Tuesday is is basically a generic term used by so many people that sell tacos. I say it at home. I, you know, uh, schools do it. Hey, guys, it's Taco Tuesday. Taco John's going to start coming after schools and shit for for that? Oh, my God, that's annoying. Nobody connects it with Taco John's. Nobody. Nobody until you you hear this story. Then you're going to be like, oh, did you know Taco John's did it? And then half the people are going to go, Taco John's? What's that? Oh, could you imagine if you're a, a small company and you say it's Taco Tuesdays and you have a banner made or something like that and fucking Taco John's comes after you? Fuck you, Taco John's. And this is what Taco John said. I'd like to thank our worthy competitors at Taco Bell for reminding everyone that Taco Tuesday is best celebrated at Taco John's. That's according to CEO of Taco John's, Jim Creel. Uh, He said this in an email statement. We love celebrating Taco Tuesdays with taco lovers everywhere. And we even and we even want to offer a special invitation to fans of Taco Bell to liberate themselves by coming to see how flavorful and bold tacos can be at Taco John's all month long. Fuck you, Taco John's. This makes me hate Taco John's even more, even though I've never ate there. It's like, fuck. The filling, the filing is one of two Taco Bell uh, from Taco Bell involving Taco Tuesday. One contests the Taco John's claim that Taco Tuesday is exclusively theirs in 49, state, 49 states, while a similar filing contests a New Jersey restaurant and, and restaurant and bars claim to Taco Tuesday. In that state, so both Taco John's and Gregory's Restaurant and Bar in Summers Point, New Jersey, have been using Taco Tuesday for over 40 years. But here's the thing. Like I said before, nobody's thinking, oh, Taco Tuesday, better go to Taco John's. No, not if there's any other restaurants around. Dude, fuck you, Taco John's. (laughs) There's actually a Taco John's by my house up in Westminster. I think it's off of like 136, and it's by the Walmart, which we were just talking about, uh, one of the Walmarts that's near my house. And in, in near the, I think it's right next to the Wells Fargo. So I might go in there, cause a little ruckus, eat a burrito, and then judge them. I should go in there on a Tuesday and order burritos. 
just be like, fuck you. I reserve Taco Tuesday for Taco Bell and all other taco locations other than this shithole. Never tried there, so I can't really say they're a shithole. But <laughs> did you guys ever know that Taco Tuesday was a Taco John's thing? Had no idea. And now it's just I have this resentment towards Taco John's that they're arrogant fucks who want to bring the little man down as well as the big man. I Listen, I appreciate competition with Taco Bell. I get it. They're, they're the big taco entity in the restaurant world. And then there's Taco John. You for, Oh, I, that's, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there. It's like that scene from Tombstone when Doc Holliday's talking to Wyatt Earp. And all of a sudden, uh, that one guy played by uh, Billy Bob Thornton comes up. And he's like, oh, Johnny, I forgot you were there. You may go now. That's what it seems like. Be like, fuck, man, I didn't even know you are here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me, Taco John's. Talking about your Taco Tuesdays, that's adorable. We're still going to use it, though. And everybody is going to say Taco Tuesday and go, where do you want to go for it? It's Tuesday. It's time for tacos. Where would you want to go? I don't know. Taco Bell, something like that. I don't know. Anywhere other than Taco John's. That's what I feel like this is what's happening. I feel like Taco John's could actually make a, a, a positive impact on their sales if they said, you know what? And they just said, we're giving Taco Tuesday to everybody, courtesy of taco johns and just make a big splash about it make a big social media push about it and make a big fucking deal about it you can use that right type of thing you can use taco tuesday thanks to us here at taco johns because you know what depriving people of taco tuesday is like depriving people of fucking sunshine god damn it i am so in love with taco bell right now it's i am Whoa, I am throbbing. Let me just say that. <laughs> hey, we got more coming your way. But first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250. Again, using that promo code mile high simply visit uh, super uh, superbook.com for terms and conditions or go ahead and download the superbook colorado app in your app store right now really easy to do again superbook colorado enter the promo code mile high and you're going to get that 250 dollar uh courtesy of superbook sports i i wrote 250 bucks and i keep wanting to say 250 dollars so then I go, you get uh, Superbook's going to give you $250 bucks. <laughs> it screws me up. I'm stupid. Uh, that's all courtesy of Superbook Sports. And remember, if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Well, we go back to Florida as a driver stopped for a turtle crossing on a busy highway. Keep in mind, guys, the speed limit. On this highway, I looked it up, it's 45 miles an hour. It's not like it's residential. It's not like it's 25 miles an hour, maybe 30. But a driver stops 
stopping traffic and causing a multi-vehicle crash. Thankfully, nobody was seriously injured. So a turtle can cross the busy highway. I, I see this a lot. We've talked about it a few times. It's not going to hurt your car if you run it over. So you're supposed to run it over. Because what happens when you stop? You're causing backups. You're causing traffic. And you can potentially cause harm. In this situation, because of a fucking turtle and some dummy that's just like, oh, let's let it pass. We gotta be kind to everybody. Ah, it's a fucking turtle. Sorry. Run it over. It'll teach them. They'll evolve and eventually they'll get faster. (laughs) We're the reason why turtles are so slow. Because we stop for them and let them uh, cross, you know, the highway. (laughs) No. Run the motherfuckers over. They'll eventually speed up as they evolve. Fuck, man. I, I get it. You don't want to be the person that runs over a fucking turtle. Turtles are adorable. But let's be honest. You, you just caused a multi-vehicle crash, which also included a semi-truck. Just run the motherfucker over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It sounds awful, but that's true. And that's life. Okay? Fuck. Now, a similar story, and if you guys have more information on maybe I'm missing something on this but I I feel like this is the same scenario a chicken was loose on the subway tracks in Mexico City and they had to shut down service for a while until they got the the chicken off is that gonna fuck up the the track if if it gets run over I don't know how big is the chicken (laughs) it's a big fucking chicken it's it's not like it's coming from Tyson where they just inject it with all these chemicals and it can hardly move. It's a it's a free-range chicken and, and and it got on the tracks. Do you have to stop for that or can you just run it over? I've never been around a bunch of tracks like that. I would assume you run it over and or or you just get the subway moving and that motherfucker's going to get out of the way, right? If it gets run over, it's just, it deserves what it gets. Oh, shit. Now PETA's going to be on the line. They're like, did you say it was okay for a subway truck to run over a chicken? Did I say that? Oh, I did. I did. Yeah, I agree with that. Come on. You don't stop for small animals. Now, if it was a moose, yes, because that's just going to fuck up everything. It's bad. Bad news, especially like going back to that Florida driver. It, listen, if it's a like a dog or something like that, I guess. But if it's like a cat or smaller, I'm sorry. Sounds fucked up, but you just got to keep going. And I believe that's written in the handbooks for when you get your driver's license. That depending on the size of the animal, you're supposed to just go if if you're above a certain speed limit. Cops. I got a lot of police officers that listen or paramedics or firefighters let me know am i wrong on that or 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 what educate me please let me know to huff on gmail.com i i just feel like that there's more harm if it's like a cat or smaller to to stop and i just run the motherfuckers over 
You gonna stop? You are you the assholes that stop because there's a squirrel? No, run those fuzzy rats over. Fuck. Uh, speaking of fuzzy rats, uh, that makes no sense <laughs> to this story. Makes no sto- sense. So obviously the NBA playoffs are going on, and I'm, I'm a fair weather fan. I, I'm on. I'm gonna be honest about that, and partly is because I have Xfinity. And there's that whole dispute with altitude. So I can't watch Nuggets games unless it's in the playoffs. So now the Nuggets are on TV. I can watch them, and that's good. And what sucks is uh, while the the Nuggets are taking on the Lakers in the Western Conference Final, as I do this, the Nuggets are up one game to nothing over the Lakers. And I got a map of... All the states in the United States that want the the Nuggets, Lakers, Celtics, and Heat to win. And there's only four states <laughs> in the United States that want the Nuggets to win it all. That's Colorado, obviously. Wyoming. Love you, Wyoming. New Mexico. You, I, we got you, New Mexico. And, of course, Utah, which, hey, I like it. Utah has the this um the the Jazz, but they're all for the Nuggets right now. Now this is based off of the amount of people on social media making comments in favor of the Denver Nuggets. Now, of course, you got the Lakers are dominating as well as the Celtics are dominating, and then just like the Nuggets, the the Miami Heat has only four states that want the the Heat to win. So. It goes back to the conspiracies of sports. It is in the best interest of the National Basketball Association financially for the L.A. Lakers to take on the Boston Celtics. Excuse me, the Boston Celtics based on the fan bases. That's what it is. There's more money going to be drawn towards it. There's more people going to be watching if it's the Lakers and Celtics. So when you see these mystery calls against the Nuggets or against the Heat, which, by the way, the Heat are up one game to none, this is not going well for the NBA. Because if it ends up being the Nuggets and Heat, you got eight states (laughs) there that are really rooting for those teams. And the rest, they'll probably watch, but not really. So it really tells you that when when you start seeing fishy calls, that that's just going to add fuel to that conspiracy theory. And this is why. You, there's maps proving it. That the, it, it's based on the numbers. And when the NBA looks at this, they're going to be like, we really, we really need the Lakers and the Celtics to win. What do we got to do? Lean. You lean heavy on fouls against the Nuggets, against uh, the Heat. We got to make sure that, you know, LeBron, you know, he's a big name. People want to see him. That's, I, I hate to see it, and I hate to add fuel to that that fire. But, man, we'll see tonight what happens in Game 2 with the Nuggets and Lakers. The, obviously, the Nuggets are home at the SAC Ball Arena. So we'll see. We'll see if if it 
if the conspiracy theories start bubbling. Definitely it's going to exist once they go back to L.A. and start playing. So it's going to be interesting. It's worth tuning into to see for yourself. I'm not a huge basketball fan anymore. I'm honestly not. Because of the amount of fouls that get called and how soft players tend to be when it comes to like, oh, that's a foul. Like, what the fuck? He hardly touched him. Uh, That shit bugs me. I'm more of the 80s style prison rules (laughs) type basketball. That's how I play, too. I am a shit player. I can't play anymore. My knee's all jacked up. I think I have a torn MCL. Don't want to go to the doctor about it because I just don't want to have the potential for surgery again. So I'll just take medicine as as I can get it, like, you know, ibuprofen or whatever. But anyway, (laughs) prison rules, that's what I'm all about. I love it. If we went to prison rules in the NBA, oh, my God, not like where you have shanks or anything. That's a little too far. But if all of a sudden we went back to like 80s style where people were decking each other and there's hardly ever a a suspension or ejections, that would be fucking great. Man, that would be great. They would never do it. Not in today's society. We're too soft. Too soft. That's what needs to happen. To bring back a strong world is um, because we're all soft. Let's be honest. We all are, myself included. We need to bring back 80s style basketball because I I just want to see somebody get decked. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what we need to do right now? Let's hear from some of you guys. Let's jump into that mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. (laughs) This comes in from Ramon. Ramon always does a good job. And sometimes the stuff he sends me is, is hilarious. And I don't read it. I don't end up reading it for one reason or another. But Ramon wrote in this because I, I put out there on Twitter last night. I was like, uh, you know, some give me some random thoughts, stories, whatever. And then we'll react to them. And he said, what is the craziest thing your in-laws have done to you? And then he shared a story. He said, my father-in-law called the cops on us on Christmas Day Because we didn't get him a Christmas present. He didn't get us anything. But you know, he's crazy. Ramon, that's fucking wild. Wild. And I know it's not Christmas time. But that does kind of go with what a lot of what the holiday seasons have become. It's all about gifts. It's not about being there with your family and sharing love with one another. We're trying to make sure that our kids understand that. It's not about gifts. It's not that, and that's what we try to do with the our, our family members. Is like the kids don't need much. If anything, hey, here's a list. They need some shirts, socks, stuff like that. And maybe what we do as the parents, we try to get them the gifts that they really want, or you know something like that. But trying to make it so it's not about gifts. It's about being there with the family and it's starting to soak in, especially my daughter. She gets it. She's, Oh my God. My daughter is so scary. Smart. <laughs> it's good, but it's also slightly frightening, but she, she even said something around Christmas time this last year. And she's like, you know, I, I don't care. I know she's kind of lying when she says this. She's like, I don't really care if I, 
if I don't get any presents. I'm just happy to be be with you guys. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. But bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Everybody wants a gift. Because like if, ever, if nobody got you a gift, but you know, they got somebody, everybody else a gift, you'd be a little pissed off. But now going back to Ramon, he's like, he didn't get the, the dad, the, the father-in-law didn't get anybody gifts, but he's sitting there going, like, where the fuck's my gift? God damn it. Puts down his whiskey. He's like, this is horse shit, man, man. I, I drove like 20 minutes, 20 minutes to get here. And I don't get no goddamn gift. Not even a gift card to Applebee's. Oh, shit. Whoosh, throws the glass of whiskey against the wall. Then he realized, oh, shit, that's a good good bottle of whiskey that I, uh, you know, wasted a glass on. Then he starts licking it up. And next thing you know, the police arrive. <laughs> they got to pull, start pulling the, the glass out of his tongue. Listen, it's, it's a, it, it happens. <laughs> it happens. I've, I've never experienced that really when it comes to gifts. But I know there's a lot of people that get upset. When you say, you know, grandparents, they get upset. Be like, I, I want to give the kids a bunch of gifts. I want them to know that they, that they're loved. And be like, that's not how you show love. Is is not. It's about being there, and making effort to be there. So that's the difference. Not that we need to go down that rabbit hole with families. <laughs> we, I'm sure we all have some of these. If you have something similar to what Ramon's dealt with, let me know. To huff uncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast. That's bizarre. Now, what's funny is I'm searching the internet last night for stories, and this popped up on Reddit, and it says my uh, mom-in-law, I guess this is from England or something like that, says my mom-in-law opened all my wedding gifts while I was on my, my honeymoon. I feel so violated. That's fucked up too. That ain't their business unless, unless you tell them, hey, we're going to be on our honeymoon. Can you go through and document who gave us what? And then if, you know, if you're looking for something to do, can you put it away for us and help organize it? Cause that's that depending on how big your wedding is, that can be a big chore. Then it would make sense, <laughs> but not like you you're coming home to expect to go through the gifts yourself and do all that. But then you realize that your fucking mother-in-law did it. Oh, that's fucked up. Because then you start to go, wait, what if she took something? What if she fucking took something? That's horseshit. You would never know. Oh, it's a nice looking coffee pot you have there, mom-in-law. You bitch, it's mine. <laughs> Next thing you know, the father-in-law is calling the police because he didn't get him gifts. Ramon, thank you so much for sending that in. That was awesome. If you guys ever want to share a story or just have a random question, sometimes it's just funny. There was, there was one time we had somebody that are like, are you for striped socks or against them? I don't mind if it's something stupid like that. Let's have fun. That's what this podcast is about. Having fun, smiling, and laughing at others because it makes us feel good. <laughs> it does. It does, right? Oh, my God, that's bizarre. I have a feeling I'm going to get flooded with some amazing stories about in-laws and, and whatever. The only thing I can remember that was weird about my in-laws is, and I, I shared this not too long ago, was when 
I made the mistake of newly dating my my wife, and I listened to my 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 then girlfriend, now wife, when she said, "I don't want anything for Valentine's Day." It's that stereotypical story that you hear all the time when they say they don't want anything. They do want something, and I didn't realize that. And she left me this nasty note on my on my car. My mother-in-law did. And she's like, you treat my daughter with respect. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and you don't fuck with her. You don't. Uh, which I kind of fucked up Mother's Day. And I didn't do a good, good enough job with Mother's Day. So I got to step up my game for my wife's birthday coming up in December. I feel like that it has to be something spectacular since I fucked up Mother's Day and, you know, was delayed on getting uh, flowers and stuff. We did make breakfast, though. We did. The kids, the kids were just so excited. They're like, let's make her this. Let's make her that. And then then it comes to make it. And then only one of the kids wanted to do something. Where Then my son's like, nah, it's good. <laughs> like, dude, come on. Fuck. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Really appreciate all the support you guys give. Truly, truly, I can't say it enough. You guys are awesome. I love it when you're able to, to interact, but I know that you can't always do that, and that's okay. Don't, don't feel bad if you just listen. That's okay. But I will love you more if you send in messages. <laughs> Ramon, you're on my Christmas card list. And I'm not going to give you anything other than that card. So don't call the cops on me. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you could go ahead and enable that download auto download feature, it takes up hardly any data for each episode, which is pretty cool. So go ahead and do that. And that way, when you're traveling this, this summer or late into the year, you're going to be covered. Because no matter where you're at on an airplane, it doesn't matter. It's going to auto-download, and then you can get uh, zero interruptions as you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Go ahead and go to the App Store and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app today. And don't forget to use that code MILEHIGH in order to get that free $250. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I love you. Mmm. Listen, at least somebody loves you. <laughs> it's fake love. It's on. I'm. Let's be honest. Uh, let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.